Is that McDonald's coffee? Uh, I didn't get it. Hmm. I didn't get it. I got I got delivered. I got everything delivered now, dude. I don't, <laughs> I don't I know anywhere, man. I can't be bothered to make my own coffee. <laughs> Fuck that. I want somebody to bring coffee to me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's the weekend, man. I got a special <laughs> treat. I got I got like some egg McMuffin and, and stuff too. Yeah, okay. Because I don't want to actually the weather is nice outside now. I'm just I'm used to it being rainy and all COVID-y. But now I'm like fully vaxxed and the sun's out and it's nice weather. And I'm like, well, how, what do I do with that? Go enjoy it. Yeah. I, 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 I got to get into that mode though. Like maybe I should actually go get my own coffee, like walk somewhere, get my own coffee. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm, I'm thinking about doing and just thinking about it exhausts me. Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that crap. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Pedersen. And today we're talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark turned 40 just yesterday based on the magic of when we were recording this. Although <laughs> the podcast will actually be released like a month afterwards, but still, it's, it's radio magic. So just believe us. <laughs> we, we can travel through time. We're like time lords, podcasters, time lords, kind of the same thing. That's basically what we are. That's basically what we are. Uh, so, yeah, we're doing a retrospective on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, fantastic film, dude. It's so awesome. I, I was happy when you suggested it because we have this because it was its 40th birthday because I just love that film. Who doesn't? I mean, it's so iconic, man. He, you can have a silhouette of Indiana Jones with his hat and his jacket and his satchel with some kind of like artifact in it and his, and his, and his whip. And, and you know who it is. You know what it's all about. It's one of those iconic figures that, that you just can't forget. Yeah, I dressed as Indiana Jones a couple of years ago for Halloween. Yeah, that's a great costume, though. Because then you even kind of feel like him a little bit. You feel like a badass archaeologist adventurer, right? Had my little whip hanging down on the one side, my toy gun on the other side, my hat. My, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, you know, you know what I really love about it is it's it's that old school George Lucas Spielberg uh, action and high adventure, and it's just fun and it's meant to be fun. And there's nothing about it that's meant to be taken too seriously. It's just a, it's just an action, high adventure kind of thing. And, it, and it's, it's, it's super fun, man. It's super fun. Yeah. So do you think there's anybody listening to this show who has not seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? You know, I think it might be possible because nowadays I'm meeting like younger people there and they haven't seen some of this stuff. That's messed And I'm up. like, well... I mean, are you just watching the remakes? Because everything you have is a remake of, of all this stuff. Maybe they're just watching remakes and they think it's like the first time it ever came out. But I, I don't know if they haven't. They really uh, should like rectify that situation immediately. Yeah. And they've seen stuff from this film parodied a million times. So Family Guy has done bits of peter in a thing and do you know that opening sequence where indiana's in the cave and he <laughs> removes the thing and then he puts the yeah. weight the the the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the gold statue puts the weight down on it yeah. runs it down the thing like you've seen that in in tv and movies and cartoons parodied ever since because it's so amazing of a sequence that you know everybody knows it yeah and, and here's a little fact for you did you know harrison ford actually that was all real and he actually really ran and like dodged that boulder. And yeah. 
and they and they did they did that whole scene like 10 times and they and, and one of them they kept the, the stumble that he kind of does that was a real stumble and they kept it in because they're like oh that looks real yeah dude yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about he must have been exhausted after doing that so many times yeah because it's all practical stuff it's all either like they build big sets or they even did you know how george lucas was really good at the miniatures so they did a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. and that's what i miss about old movies I know it's it maybe looks a little dated now, but there's something still very realistic compared to the CGI nowadays. Like that was a real boulder. That was all the sets, they were real sets. All the miniatures were real miniatures, nothing digital about it. And that and to me, that's why it still holds up in my opinion. Cause it still looks like it still looks real. It looks real, dude, because it is real. Yeah. And they didn't need to rely on them to to tell the fit movie. You know, like when he gets out of there and he, and the guys, the one dude has the, the spiders on him and stuff. And, and, you know, the real spiders, they're not CGI spiders when they're yeah, in the, they're real, the pit with the snakes, they're like real, real snakes things. and they're just like, this sucks. Like, you know, so it's, it's a true reaction to reacting to like an actual thing. I mean, that creeped me the fuck out if I yeah, had to deal with that. Making case. movies back then was tough, dude. Cause you're like, okay, we're going to have this snake pit. And nowadays they'd be like, Oh, you know, you'd be in a blue screen. You're like, Oh, there's snakes. And then they, they CGI in them later. But, but back then you had to be like, Oh shit, snakes. And they're real snakes. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. The, the only thing that I doesn't stand the test of time is that last sequence with the face melting bit. And that didn't, that wasn't even believable then, you know, <laughs> when you first watch this film, you're like, Oh man, that's fake looking, <laughs> you know? Well, it, that's funny. Do you know it got a rated R thing, a rated mm-hmm. R rating? Uh, because I don't know, you go through this whole adventure and then all of a sudden all these Nazis are, their heads are exploding, their faces are melting off. And they're like, oh, that's rated R. And and so they had to put that big fire thing, like post-production, they had to put all this fire to keep it like kind of at least a little bit obscured. To make it not so creepy for the kids so they can uh, get yeah, a PG-13. I remember being creeped out. You, you, you're watching it as a kid and you're like, oh, this, all this high adventure and you have this archaeologist. He's a professor. But, you know, when he goes out on his adventure, he's like he he gets out of the suit. He gets all in his adventure outfit and he goes and he hangs out with a beautiful woman and he fights Nazis and he and he goes and gets the artifacts. That, and that's how you get artifacts. Right. You got to go through all the booby traps. And that's how like and they're having this good time. But then at the end, like. Like everybody's face is melting <laughs> off. You're like, whoa. Holy crap. That, that took a big turn. That's a very Spielberg kind of thing, though. Like, he really tested the limits of what you could do with a, with a with a PG or PG. They actually created PG-13 because of that guy. Because of Spielberg. Because yeah. of this film or a different film? I think, I, I forget what it was. I remember Jaws, people were like, oh, maybe we should think about, because he could get past, Jaws was PG. Did you know that? Yeah, no, no. it was PG okay, that's because he, he was like, well, technically it doesn't have to because they only had PG and rated R. So, so I don't know okay, if it was this movie or I thought him. Yeah, I, I think they finally, I think it was something like Gremlins where they're finally like, yeah, we need something in the middle for Spielberg because this guy's really <laughs> testing the limits of what a rated R is. Oh, interesting. You know, and this was back when George Lucas made good films too, right? So yeah. he had just released Star Wars, the first Star Wars and this was the film he did after that. And well, he did this after Empire Strikes Back, right? Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Sorry, he yeah. had the idea for this then and pitched it to uh, 
Spielberg. So the trivia on this is that he was on vacation when Star Wars came out, hiding out in Hawaii because he didn't want to deal with the release of it. Spielberg came for a visit and then he kind of pitched the idea to Spielberg and got him involved. And so that's why they kind of ran with it. And so, yeah, so he was doing Star Wars, this Empire Strikes Back. So he was doing good films. Yeah, he was then. nailing it back then. Dude. <laughs> yeah. And then the 80s ended. And so did George Lucas in regards <laughs> to anything that he could actually make worth watching. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Star Wars, John Williams score mm -hmm. with a, another a, another masterpiece. Dun, da, da, da. Dun, 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 dun. And you know instantly what it's all about when you hear that song, right? I tell you, that guy's Mozart, man. Yeah, strong female lead with uh, Karen Allen as Marion. Same, yeah. you know, like fantastic that she's not dependent. I mean, the opening sequence, as soon as she meets him, she's you, we, we're introduced with her. She's drinking guys under the table. Yeah. Indiana it's Jones so walks in and she decks him. And yeah. it's like, it's some middle of nowhere tavern in Nepal or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was a tough cookie, man. Like, I'm not dependent upon no dude. I'll drink you under the table and kick shit out of you after I'm done doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know who was originally supposed to play Indiana Jones? Oh, of course, man. I've got the um, the box set, the the three films box set. I'm going to exclude four and the upcoming five. We don't talk about four. We don't talk about we don't those. Talk about four. So I've got the box set, which actually has Tom Sel Sel Tom Selleck's audition. What? And yeah, you. So you can actually watch him reading the character of Indiana Jones. And the thing is, I think he would have been good at it. Yeah, I, I mean, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. There's no getting around it now that we've seen it. But I think if we had never seen Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford and Tom Selleck did the role, I think it would have been just as good. I, yeah, I, yeah. I well, you know why he couldn't do it, right? Miami, or sorry, Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I., yeah. So we got another one of our m masculine heroes. It all comes back to Tom Selleck, man. It all comes back to Magnum P.I., man. Yeah. Isn't that um, a trip? Check out if have you ever seen High Road to China? Speaking of Tom Selleck, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that was kind of the response. So he did that a few years after this, and it was very Indiana Jones ish, kind of. And you know, it was in response to this. And there was even an episode of Magna PI called um, Raiders of the Lost Art. And the whole thing was the, the guys on Magnum were going after this piece of artwork. And at one point, he's even got the like the, the hat and stuff. Yeah. About it. So it was a total just kind of, you know, calling out the fact that he was supposed to be in this film, but had to do Magnum instead. Well, it kind of spawned its own kind of subgenre in a way, like the whole, um, you know, ancient adventure and ancient ruins and stuff like that. I was thinking about some films like, uh, like Romancing the Stone and uh, even like Tomb Raider, stuff like that. I think all of that, all of that, that's a whole, even like a kind of a subgenre of, of adventuring like archeologist types who have to find certain artifacts that have special powers and they have to go through these exotic ruined civilizations with booby traps in order to get them. I, th I think that's a whole genre that that, 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 that film started, man. I don't know what you'd call that. I don't either, but it is a fantastic genre. You had Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold, mm -hmm. which had a young Sharon Stone in it. Yeah. Uh, I would even say the first Mummy film, even though it's very sci-fi with the mummy, I think yeah. it has a lot of aspects of Indiana Jones in it. Yeah. And I love that stuff because I, I remember I was just a kid when Raiders of the Lost Ark came out, but 
you just feel like when you're a boy, especially like, ah, man, I want to be like that guy. Like just go on these crazy adventures in these exotic lands and fight bad guys and find some cool, magical artifacts and things like that. It looks awesome. Yeah. And it totally made people want to be archaeologists too. Like, didn't you want to be an archaeologist after seeing this too? You're like, yeah. man, I would have been an archaeologist. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. But real archaeologists are just kind of geeky people and they spend a lot of time like in Montana or something and Dusting they dig bones. a lot. And <laughs> it's yeah. actually pretty tedious. Like there's you would be really disappointed if you thought it would be Indiana Jones because it's probably just it's probably the opposite. Oh, totally. We found an arrowhead after a three-week dig. Yay! <laughs> and it's just like, because so, you watch them out there too, and they've just got these little brushes, right? And they're just slowly <laughs> just, brushing the dirt away, getting down there. Like, oh, man. It's yeah. harsh. I, it's funny. I don't remember the first time I saw this film, but I do remember the first time I saw The Temple of Doom, which is oh, funny. Yeah. I, and it must have been, because my birthday is May 27th, and, and I looked it up, and The Temple of Doom came out on May 8th. So my guess is when I was a little kid, I told my mom I wanted to see the Temple of Doom for my birthday. And I was way too young to see that film. <laughs> the <laughs> heart thing. Totally. The guy gets, a, gets the heart, tears his heart out and he's still alive. The heart's all beating. And oh, stuff. it's harsh. <laughs> uh, but my mother took me to the, see that film. And I think that's the only time she's ever taken me to a film like just me and her. So it must have been a birthday present for me. And I do remember we were also really late to see it. So I didn't see the opening sequence and I don't remember, I don't remember how far into the film it was, but we were late into it. But yeah, I do remember like, yeah, the heart sequence and all this kind of stuff and the, the spiders and you're like, I was just, I mean, I was just a little kid. There was no way. I That's actually pretty that terrifying. <laughs> but I, I remember Raiders and even especially Temple of Doom. I was pretty terrified. Yeah. But it's al almost one of those things where you're terrified, but you just, you don't want to leave the, you still don't want to, you still don't want to stop watching because stuff's going on and you're terrified, but you got to know how this all plays out. It's so and plus good. You got it's Indiana so Jones there and you feel like he's there. You're working with him. He's going to protect you. Yeah. These, the, the three films are just fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Films. Some of the criticisms though, it's interesting. I was reading up a little bit on it. Uh, like themes of masculinity and colonialism. And this is from these new age. Don't say anything <laughs> to offend anyone. If you do, we'll cancel like you. That. But I guess it's interesting because it's if if you think about it, it's the the white masculine white savior, and he's going to these post colonial places, and they're backward, and he's not, and that kind of stuff. So that was some of the interesting kind of uh, criticisms of it. But my my whole thing is like like if you're I don't know if you're taking this movie too seriously, then you're missing the point, really. Yeah, relax. It's it's a fun adventure piece. The like, yeah, and the thing is. You can watch it at a young age, which is nice too. It's not, it, yeah, it does have a little bit of goriness, but it's mostly just action. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's just, it's mostly fight dodging boulders and fighting like fist fights with Nazis or whatever. The action sequences are awesome. Oh, they yeah. really are. Cause they're real again. This is the thing. They're real. Yeah. So this is good because like it's, it's almost like this happy birthday to, to a movie that I think is like a huge cultural impact. It's like one of those, it's again, Lucas and Spielberg made such a big cultural impact, I think, back in the day. I don't know if, if, if that's around anymore. Maybe I'm just old and I don't know that there's all these culturally impacting films coming out that I'm, I'm not aware of. 
Do you consider uh, uh, superhero action films culturally impacting? Because if not, then not really. I mean, I, I, they're cool. Yeah, they're fun to watch. Yeah, but, but I don't. I don't know if if it's like because they're. The thing about Raiders of Lost Ark is the same thing like Star Wars and a lot of movies back then where nobody had ever seen anything like it. Nobody had ever seen anything like Raiders of the Lost Ark. There was nothing like it. It The same with Star Wars, the same with a lot of films back then. Nobody, you've never seen anything like it. And I like the superhero stuff today and all that. Don't get me wrong, but it's not surprising. It's not like, oh, wow, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know if... I don't know with all the technology and all that. I don't know if there can be anything like that again. I think maybe the last time that, that I've ever felt that way was uh, Lord of the Rings, like the Lord of the Rings. Like, wow, this is amazing. I've never seen anything like this. And that's probably the last time I've ever seen anything that kind of blew me away. Maybe it'll be the last time I ever see anything that blows me away. That's on that uplifting note. <laughs> well and that says a lot about this movie though this movie was amazing this movie was huge yeah well and it's the the, the, it's it's fun i i know it's kind of just loads of fun so so much of the stuff nowadays is so dark and depressing serious and it's like even super you know like superman right is depressing (laughs) you watch fucking (laughs) superman and you're like oh i feel depressed now it's even built in a dark kind of tone yeah Oh, yeah, this this God. one was I, this one. I mean, there was some dark stuff. I mean, Nazi melting places is dark, right? Yeah, yeah. But most well, of it's like just high adventure, you know. And you've got clear bad guy. Nazis are always the bad guys, you know. So it's very yeah. clear good guy bad guy thing. You don't have some redemption arc for the you know the head bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> any of that kind of stuff. You don't have some backstory about how he really became. The good guy's actually the bad guy. Yeah, he was the bad mm-hmm. guy all along until he was the good guy. But then he was the bad guy, good guy. Ooh. No, no, he's just the, he's the bad <laughs> guy. There's Nazis. Nazis are always good bad guys, right? Yep. You can always <laughs> rely on the Nazis to be. Your <laughs> Thanks, Nazis. Nazis and Ruskies. Yep. <laughs> Commies uh. and Nazis. We always got a good bad guy back then, man. <laughs> well, here's to here's to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Happy birthday! Happy Everybody birthday. involved in it deserves accolades for all time. Um, because it's a tremendous film and we, we raise our cups of McDonald's coffee to the Jamie's raising his cup of McDonald's coffee that he had delivered <laughs> he <couldn't be> bothered <laughs> to make his own coffee. I'm raising my cup of water. Ah. As always, 80s and 90s Uncensored listeners, you know what I'm going to go through here. And that is visit us on the 80s and 90s com Twitter or visit us at the 80s and 90s.com website for more cool awesomeness. And we are out of here like the spirits in the Ark of the Covenant, ready to melt the faces of evildoers like hot wax. <laughs> yeah, you got to close your eyes, though. All you got to <laughs> do is close your eyes. Those dark Nazis, if they just even thought eyes, about it. <laughs> Like, obviously, they're pretty brave. They're like, I'm going to look at these evil spirits directly. Uh, All you had to do is close your eyes, man.